0: Blog Talk Radio. For father that died, it should oh. be known all our sins, if it is according to the skin I'm
1: Ah, man, I had to play that a little bit longer. I should have played it all the way to the drop. Um, man, good evening. That music, I rode home bumping that song. I uh, didn't do it on purpose, but it came on my in my car, my jukebox. And I was like, yo, after the election, before the election, You know, this is always the constant thing when you're African American in this country, when you're black in this country in general, you know. And if you want to magnify that and say, man, if you're black in this world, just the things that we go through in general, you know, the skin that we are in, you know, people try to treat that as if it's some type of sin, but in reality, they just want to be us. And, And once you realize that, you recognize that, you're good. Ah, but welcome to Rant Radio. I'm your host, Thomas Berry. Coming to you
0: live
1: From The frozen tundra That ain't frozen yet But it will soon be I wanted to Rant with you all I almost, um, <laughs> I almost meant It's been a funny week Because you know The election came People are upset People are, are, are angry People have feelings about Trump And I'm like look man I feel you. Uh, you can call in three four seven eight two six ninety six hundred. Press option one to talk. Once again, it's three four seven eight two six ninety six hundred. Man, there's a lot of lot of shit, uh, stuff. Excuse me. It's ball talk radio. I guess I can say shit. A lot of shit that that happened uh, leading up to this election that I've been talking about on Rand Radio. And there's a lot of stuff that I know people just don't pay attention to. And and, and, and I want to say this to people um, who really have been walking around with their eyes closed. The first thing is the Democrats have laid down for eight years. I just want to say that. And, and I, I want you guys to really listen to me and go back and do your homework. Go back and take a look and say, man, since Obama, when was the last – you know, outside of Elizabeth Warren, who was, the, who was the next big thing up for the Democrats? Who was the young talent that came up through the ranks for the Democrats? And you'll find out, man, in certain pockets, there were some pretty uh, decent Democrats who were doing some progressive things. But you never got a chance to hear about them because of the Clinton machine. Debbie Wasserman Schultz and Terry McCullough has done a great job of stumping out any competition for Hillary in his upcoming election. And then you had Donald Trump, who ran, um, and everyone laughed at him. And I, I think people laughed at him for good reason. If you listen to Trump talk, Trump is not a politician. Trump can only talk about himself. I, I'm interested to, to hear him uh, when he gives his inauguration speech Uh, for him to not mention himself and how great he is no more than 50 times in the uh, inauguration, as well as say a lot of xenophobe and and, and, um, uh, (laughs) foolish stuff out of his mouth. I am even more shocked by the amount of African-Americans who felt like Hillary was going to do so much better. Now, look, before you say Man, you know, you 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 rolling with Trump. I'm telling you, hell no, I'm not running with Trump. Hell no, I don't even believe that Trump won the election. If you go back and you look at his face during election night, he had a look of surprise on his face, and I'm gonna be uh, one of those people who tell who will be looking to see him exit on his own in four years. Just like how Jesse Ventura did here in Minnesota, uh, he got in as governor, didn't think he was going to win, won, dabbled in it, and couldn't wait to leave. And with Trump, this was just a, a this was a this was just a platform for him to make more money. You know, you well, you're a billionaire or a millionaire. I don't, I don't think he's a real billionaire either, but. Uh, when you're a person who who is wealthy, you don't want no $500,000 a year job. Well, you got to be in all these meetings. You have to be responsible for all these things. Trump has a lot of responsibility now that he did not want. And if he would have lost, a lot of the reports was Trump was going to launch his own cable news network. Now, let me know if you know about that. You know, you can uh, hit me up in the chat room as well. But did you know that if Trump lost, his plan B was to launch his own cable news network? And he was hoping to make billions of dollars off this network. He wasn't planning on being president. That just wasn't his goal. And, man, <laughs> it was almost like, man, we won? Yeah, we won. Hey, we won? Are you serious? We won? Damn. I don't think I wanted to win. I don't think he wanted to win. So with that being said, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go with this? And that's, you know, that's the thing for African Americans, for me, that I feel like that's what we need to be focused on. All the people with the I'm with her hashtags and and all that, you know, hey, what you going to do now? Now that she's not here, what are you going to do? I saw someone saying, man, they're going to reverse Roe v. Wade. I'm like, well, you know, uh, if that's the only thing you're worried about, them reversing. Man, what about these people that's on social programs that the Republicans have been trying to get rid of for decades? Uh, What about the fact that Obama has not appointed a person Uh, Inside of the Supreme Court And now that Trump has won That's been left uh, up to grabs I think Obama did that because he thought Clinton was going to win But that was a very bad calculation Now you might have a right-leaning Supreme Court A right-leaning Senate As well as a right-leaning White House All of those things, all of those um, dark and dreary ideas and thoughts that people are having And I was on the phone with Brother Adrian Mack And if you listen to the show, you know, Adrian is a uh, frequent contributor to the show Um, He's always either offering topics, he's always coming on Or he's always offering... um, you know, uh, research material on certain topics that we have. And, you know, talking to Adrian uh, this morning, he stated to me, he said, hey, man, I I think we're in a good place. And he talked about how in the face of this adversity, you know, African Americans have always thrived under, uh, you know, when our backs are against the wall. And I got to thinking about, you know, how we were behaving the past eight years under Obama. And, you know, we, we were kind of too lax. If you really think about it, man, we were really relaxed. We we really wasn't uh, trying to push the ball forward for our collective. We were just like white America. We thought this was a post-racial America, man. I've never seen uh, so much um, foolishness that was being portrayed by uh, African-Americans as I did in this past eight years. I said, you know, I, I thought George Bush had dumbed down the country in 2000. But man, when President Obama got in And I'm not blaming Obama for this But I think people uh, Saw President Obama in the White House They saw the figurehead And they thought, man We made it I'll be back Talk to you more about this <laughs>
2: Situations. Take a lesson from our elders. Don't make the same mistake. Let's fill the world with love. Get rid of all the hate. Our elders taught us one thing, but practice another. Just look what happened to the Indian and the brother. Five.
1: wins the popular vote and 190 people decided that Trump was going to be president. Imagine you winning over 54 million people's vote. I mean, you know, she she didn't beat Trump by a lot. She didn't beat him by a lot. But she won the popular vote nonetheless and you still lose the election. Is it time to even look at getting rid of the electoral college? I think it's archaic. I, I honestly believe, you know, I was talking to Brother Rodney on Facebook, and I was saying, hey, brother, you know, he he kept he asked me why did I say you know the three fifth compromise, and I'm like, well, look, you know, the way this country is set up, it was always set up to where the majority of people weren't going to have say so. They were worried that the plantation owners who own slaves in the South, the they could sway the votes of those uh, those slaves, so they didn't count them as people. They count them as three fifths of human beings. And when you think about counting someone as three fifths of human beings, you say, "Well, man, today, well, we're all human beings." Yeah, but if you think about how that is still existing—the the electoral college, when, where it's not one person, one man, one vote—it's simply a—it's uh, simply a sham. You know, you, you have a certain elected elite who decide who gets to decide <laughs> the election. And you're looking at this race and I I'm not saying that I'm pro Hillary by any means. You know, I'm I think regardless of who got in it was gonna be bad it's gonna be bad for us if we don't wake up and we don't get our stuff together. If we don't see that it's time for us I'm talking about African American men and African American women, to stop this silly infighting that we got going on there. Stop this foolishness where we're playing tug of war with each other like we don't know each other you know these these kind of situations these kind of conflicts when you look at what's going on in politics today and you say man the growest, the fastest growing population in prison today is african american women you know heroin just got back on the street and all has an automatic federal mandate for for heroin and you say well man well if they're they got prisons they got trump they got you know the law and order uh the law and order president You got Giuliani that's going to be on his staff. You got, you know, Chris Christie. You got all of these people who, you know, are down for racial profiling, down for stop and frisk. Uh, You know, and then you got the people in the Congress, and you got the people in the Senate. You know, like, hey, look, look, man, these undercover bigots can now become full-time, full-fledged bigots. What do you think is going to happen? You know, what do you think is going to happen? How do you think that this is going to play out? And I'm looking at uh, the conversation I had with Brother Adrian, and when he said, I said, you know, mm, at first I was, I was kind of skeptical. I'm listening. I'm like, then I thought about. I so, you know, that's a great point, brother. You know what? You're right. What What do we normally do when we get in these situations? We come out swinging. Not saying that we need to be put in these positions because I honestly uh, don't like the fact of us having to sweat this thing out." I don't like the fact that thinking that there will be some African-American children, African-American women, African-American men that will go homeless or go hungry because they'll gut these social programs that a lot of these people depend on. Um, You know, they're going to gut a lot of the things that help the economy go. And when they gut those things, education, the social programs, what does that do for our future before we, you know, before we go forward? We're going to have to take a lot of steps back. And even though we've been taking these steps backwards over the past eight years and not even knowing, we are about to get the shock of our life uh, coming up now. The shock is coming. The shock is going to be uh, sharp. It's going to be fierce. A lot of us have been putting off things for tomorrow. I'll buy house tomorrow. I'll get married tomorrow. I'll uh, go to school tomorrow. I'll, I'll, I'll do these things tomorrow. And, you, and, you, and we've had this mindset that all of these things that we put off, we had time for it. And, you know, I don't know if Hillary would, gut, would, would have got these things. I don't honestly know what Hillary would have done. I mean, to be to be frank, I didn't think if Hillary got in, it was going to be good for black folks either because her husband filled up the prisons State and federal with black men I wasn't Under the impression That she Was going to be uh, Stepping in and solving those problems Or she was going to relax On this heroin uh, business That's growing in the streets We all know with Hillary She says one thing publicly And privately, she does something different So that was a concern Definitely in mind but with Trump you know, you, you definitely know what's coming, and you definitely know that, hey, we can gain plan for this. Well, how can we gain plan for this, one might say. Well, we gain plan for it by making sure that we are supporting the institutions that we already have and we support one another, that we make sure that we are promoting healthy, vibrant relationships. And let me say this when I say healthy, vibrant relationships. You always hear this saying happy wife, happy life. That's not always the case. There's a lot of happy wives and miserable husbands. You want to make sure that we are uh, promoting a neutral, happy life for both black men and black women to be free in spaces, to be who they are, uh, and also be able to um, be able to uh, contribute to society. You know, right now we we're having it to where, especially when you think about the employment situation. Um, you know, we're dealing with a lot of men who would love to be working right now who if they do find work, they find work and it's not paying them what it once paid them inside of the, uh, the early 2000s or it, did, it doesn't pay them what they were making in the 90s. Uh, you're looking at situations where even women, are uh, on jobs and they're not even get making paid, you know, the same amount as their male counterparts. And boy, don't even say, you know, them to their to their white male counterparts. We're just talking about the brothers, when we say male counterparts, they're not, they're not making nowhere near uh amount of money that their white male counterparts are making. So those are things uh for me, you know, when I sit back and think about man what what's gonna happen. But back back to the back to the solutions. The solutions for all of this is just simply we got until two thousand and eighteen to reverse some of these things And what needed to happen on Tuesday Which we know it did not happen Was that the DNC clean house They should have cleaned house Of anyone that was uh, A centrist democrat They should have got rid of any corporate democrats They should have Actually went after and made sure Hey we don't want any Obamas We don't want any Clintons Man we want more Bernie Sanders Like folks because Believe it or not, even though people say they're not liberal, people like what liberals bring to the table. Now, I will say this: as far as the left is concerned, the left is too. Con- the left sometimes lose a lot of people that would roll with them just by trampling on people's personal as well as fundamental beliefs. Look, you want to have the gay vote? Cool. But when you have the gay vote, depending on what you're pressing, you're going to lose a large portion of the Latino population. You want to have the vote of African Americans? Well, hey, start telling our kids that they're bullying because they say the word gay. These are things that, you know, people don't think matters. But it does matter to us as a people. We do worry about those things. Not saying that's why Hillary lost. But I'm saying overall, if you want to get candidates out there that's going to change the world, don't don't pigeonhole them into rolling with this far left thing. Because I'll tell anyone who can listen, hey, black people, we vote Democrat, but we are conservative with our lifestyle. That's not going to change. And when it does change, it doesn't bode well for us. We just don't flourish. We don't do well. As a matter of fact, when our ideology ideology becomes too far left, we almost, becomes, we almost become paralyzed in it. And that's what you have right now inside of the black community with the black man and black woman. Sisters are far left, far left. Way too many black women are far left. Um, and they want the black man to be far left uh the the phrase or the terminology that's being thrown around is toxic male energy. And what they uh, a lot of what they want is they want these men who can argue and talk like them, but they don't want um aggressive black men. You know, aggressive black men are almost being outlawed in the black community. Uh and meanwhile, you know, they get the stuff from sisters like Bell Hooks You know, Do your research on bell hooks Do your research on how bell hooks Once dated a redneck cop And I'm pretty sure He wasn't um, a metrosexual type I'm pretty sure he wasn't An emasculated uh, European But when it comes to black men These women, they they want brothers To, uh, as a sister told me Over the weekend, hey they want y'all To show up in skirts And penny loafers That's how they want y'all to show up That's the kind of man they want And I'm telling you if those are the kind of men that we have leading the front against the Trumps and the Trump likes, man, we're in trouble. We are in trouble. Uh, aggression only respects aggression. This passive-aggressive stuff, it has to stop. Your children, I, I, I'm in the classroom, I talk to my daughter, I'm um, on the board of another school. Hey, you, you go in and every child that I talk to about Trump, Either had tears in their eyes, they either cried before they saw me, or they, they they were scared, and they were scared based off of the fact that they see, hey, look, here's a guy who told women or said that he walks up to women and grabs them by the crotch, the crotch. Here's a man who's uh, done a lot of uh, you know foul stuff just in public, running for president, saying just despicable things, things that if Obama ever said half of what Trump said, man, sheesh. Obama would be in trouble If Barack Obama said half of what Donald Trump said Barack Obama would be In some deep deep mess But the thing is with Trump Trump is getting away with it because of His skin tone Let's be honest he knows this like he stated, man, I could shoot somebody and still win this election. Go back to 19, what uh, was it, no, it was early 2000 when Trump said, hey, man, if I wanted to run as president, I'd run, for, I'd run as a Republican because they'll, hey, you go on Fox News, you say some wild stuff, and hey, they'll roll with it. It's easy to trick these people, easy. It's easy to trick them. It's not hard. It's not hard to trick them whatsoever because you could, you could trick people Anytime you want to In regards of You know uh, uh, Of Haiti You know when you put it out there You say oh man we're going to build a wall For the Mexicans Well hell shit If you've been paying attention to the Mexicans They don't climb on top of the wall They go up under the wall So if you're African American And you're sitting there saying, well, man, where, do we, where do we fall into the middle of all this where, where are we at Well you see they've been gunning us down it kind of slowed down since the election started, right? They ain't want no more shootings to hype you up to have you going to the poll. So you see the shooting stop. And you ain't noticed? Has not been no shootings the last two months going down the stretch here. The shootings all of a sudden chilled out. But I will tell you, they're coming back. They'll be back. They will be back. They'll be back this week. Watch, watch this weekend, because there's still a large portion of us that don't get it. It's still a large portion of us, during Halloween, we got to go, and we got to shake our ass. We got to do all these things around them. We got to constantly put ourselves in harm's way, and then wait for the rest of us to show up to save us. Oh, man, there's a large portion of us who, who, who do these things. So a lot of us don't get it. A lot of us are still in the dark regarding, um, you know, how should we uh, approach these things? How should we go about, um, you know, how how should we go about simply just um, dealing with, um, you know, these races? And the best way to do it, like I stated before and I'm always stating, support black institutions. That's the best way to do it. You know, uh, say in in Maple Grove, they they had some stuff where, you know, some spray paint or, no, no, somebody had a car, some some, some, some foul stuff into uh, the doors of a bathroom. And I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, I wouldn't be shocked that it happened out there. You know, it says white America, Trump, uh, and fuck uh, fuck niggas, you know. I'm not shocked by any of that. I'm not. I would love to tell you I was shocked, but I'm not shocked. Why am I not shocked? I'm not shocked because I understand that the pathology of these people who've been feeling this way for a very long time, who've been told that they have to act politically correct, because at the end of the day, look, here's the thing. They know one-on-one, one one, on if you corner the wrong brother, you're going to beat your ass. Corner the wrong sister, she might whip your ass. But they've always had the system to have their back. And the system has told them, man, you can't say words like niggas no more, man. That stuff ain't flying. But when you got a a whole country of people who somehow forgot the past of this country, and even the ones who have been the worst victims to it, we're talking about African-Americans. Wait, man, listen, it's a reason why we had land in the South. We knew that we couldn't be on, from living on plantations, we understood that we couldn't trust them well enough. To have them as our landlords, forget about what happened once we migrated up north. In the South, we understood that. In the '60s, we understood that. In the '50s, we understood that. Hell, in the '70s, we understood that. In the '80s, somehow, somehow, some way, we got caught up in, in, in the Reaganomics too. I know Reagan was terrible for us, but man, when this when the disco era uh, faded out and pop culture kind of you know took its uh, you know pop you know pop became the thing. We we kind of got caught up in it. And what's going on right now is like the second invention of pop. You know, that that pop phase. Listen to the music. Listen to what we're singing about. Listen to what we're rapping about. Watch our movies. Yeah, you know, Birth of a Nation just came out. But outside of Birth of a Nation, man, when was the last time you actually saw a movie that was about a black love story where somebody black wasn't killing somebody else black? Where somebody black wasn't doing something deceitful to somebody else black? It was just a black comedy about love. When was the time you saw one of those movies where it was just clean, wholesome fun? You know, no, no betrayal, uh, no, no nothing deadly, nothing, uh, you know, portraying black women as whores, nothing portraying black men as being womanizers. When was the last time you saw something like that? When was the last time you saw um, a television show outside of Blackish? Uh, you know, portray a situation where, you know, you, you got just a black family trying to make it? You know, those things have all fell to the wayside, and they fell to the wayside because, hey, we believe that the world has changed, and now the world is back showing us, hey, man, ain't nothing changed. We just pressed pause on a lot of things that we we were doing to you guys, but without a shadow of a doubt, it's coming back. Man, Trump won, Trump won, Trump won. Man, listen, white supremacy always wins in these elections, whether it's Trump or it's Obama. However, you know, we can put a sunset clause on all that. We can definitely do some things to uh, come out of this, learning a little bit more about ourselves. And, you know, there's always a lesson in defeat. I always tell people that, you know, regardless if you looked at this election, how we were coming in, we were going, we were already coming in from the aspect of being defeated because over the past eight years, we didn't get anything we wanted. You know, Obamacare is not ours, and they're going to overturn that. There was nothing that was given, per se, just for African Americans that may be overturned. Nothing, you know, Uh, you know, and, and that's something that we have to keep that in mind. And it's not our job, like I stated on here a couple of shows ago. It's not our job to pr- protect Obama's legacy. He did nothing to protect our legacy. But our job is as parents, as adults, as Africans, period. Our job is to protect our future as a people, whether it's in America or across the, uh, across the globe. That's our job. We've got to protect our own legacies. We've got to protect our own futures. We can't get caught up in this individual thing. Obama my, ain't Jesus. He ain't walk on no water, he ain't make no he ain't turn no water into wine. He didn't of course of course he's a lot better than all the other presidents that came before him. However, he didn't do much for us. And we have to always keep that in mind. I was watching Hardball and there was an interesting debate um, you know, between Chris Matthews and Lawrence O'Donnell. And next week, I am going to bring that clip because I've been looking for that clip, and I want people to hear this clip because you have to really understand even the people, even the pundits that you thought was le- left leaning or uh, rational. You you have to you know you have to really look at these people and, and, and listen to what they said, and and the, the the exchange was, how is Donald Trump going to pay for all these things that he suggested? How is he going to be able to uh, pay for that? How are those things going to be um, taken care of? And the thing that uh, Chris Matthews said to Lawrence O'Donnell was he could, st- he could start another war and raise taxes. Now, here's a man that's supposed to be a staunch liberal, and his comments were, we can always start another war. And raise taxes. Think about that, and then think about think about what was in in the White House uh, and what's been inside of um, the Congress and the Senate, and think about that. This was a man who's a strong Democrat who's supporting, um, you know, uh, you know, do supporting supposedly Hillary and the left, right? And, you know, when you look at that, you say, man, um, how would he say, why would he say something like that? And they already got their idea, man, look, let's just go to war. But why is he so cavalier about going to war? Hey, well, they cavalier about going to war because, in the end, they, when they go to war, they only kill brown people. They're not killing white people. When they say they're going to war, man, look, the European is done going to war with other Europeans. Europeans don't want to go with other go to war with Europe other Europeans no more. They only want to go to war with people of color. Go knock off North Korea. Go to war with China. Man, go to war with Saudi Arabia. Shit, go to war with Iran. Go to war. Hey, but just to get these jobs for white America, because that's what the jobs are gonna go. They're going to white America first. It's nothing to start a war, raise the taxes. Of course, you get a a lot of poor black kids. You know, will go and fight. The parents will push them to the fight. Will tell them, "Oh man, this is a good thing. You need guidance. (laughs) You need you you need stability in your life. Go out there. You know, dodge those bullets, dodge those uh, those those landmines. Straight up." That's the, that's the part that people aren't understanding. So when you look at this election, take it as, look, man, This emerging of parties. The Democrats have been corporatists the entire for a long time. That's why they're always worried about the good old blue dogs. They've been corporatists. Um, they have not been liberal in a long time. And like I said earlier, you know, hey, black people, we're not liberals. We're not. We vote Democratic, but we live our lives pretty much conservative. If you ask us individually uh, without us having a gay relative or not caring about that gay relative, hey, man, what do you think about gay marriage? Most of us say, hey, it's not for. Them. It's not our thing. Hey, We don't care what you do in the bedroom. But, yeah, we're not going to support that. Well, you know, how do you, how do you feel about um, – You know, how do you feel about uh, guns? Man, you talk to us individually, hey, man, hey, we we don't care about people having guns. We just don't want people just gunning up schools. We want stricter policies to make sure everybody don't have them. But we're not tripping on people having guns. That's just how we are. And we're conservative about a lot of other things. And that's something that we have to keep in mind moving forward. Now, I want to read this to you because it's something that I, I posted on Facebook, and I want to close out my show uh, with that today. Because I feel like, for me, the message that I took after the election was that, you know, at the end, man, all we've been all we've got. That's all we have. That's all we are. we we've, we, we only go as far as we can take each other. No one has taken us further than we've taken each other. No one has pushed us as far as we've pushed each other. So with that, I just want to you, before 9-11, all we had was us. And after, all we have is us. Before 11-9, all we had was us. And after, that's still all we got. Don't let the politics dilute your mind. We have withstood the worst of this country, the politics, the economics, and white supremacy. We did that sticking together Believing in each other and uplifting each other and not to mention marrying each other. You know, that that's something big because that marrying bit, that loving bit, you know, we have to get back to that. You know, I you know, we, we definitely have to get back to that and, and and I'm saying this and I know a lot of people when I say it I think it's controversial, but hey, we have to even think about how we're loving each other might need to change. A lot of lot of single mothers out here and you know Families are going to have to start adopting families. I don't, you don't have to get to the sexual relationship to it because it might not need to be sex. But it needs to be where families are adopting families to make sure that we are okay. We are going to have to learn how to work this system. Anyway, we did that sticking together, believing in each other, and uplifting each other. If you're mad at the results, show it. Show up and help out those who look like you in need. Show it by spending your money black. Show it by supporting black institutions, businesses, and ideas. Show it by listening to the disappointment of your children. This is a time to circle the wagons and make sure that we, unintended citizens, love each other more, deal with each other more, and stop blaming each other for things that has happened to us on a systematic scale here in this country. Now, what I mean by that is right after the election, some of us start blaming other black folks for voting or not voting. And I'm like, well, what that got to do with the price of tea in China? 190 people decided the election, not the millions of people who vote or the millions of people who didn't vote. Those 190 people based their vote off where the hell they wanted their vote to go. You can't blame black folks for not showing up. You can't even blame the Latinos. Them votes were going to go where they wanted to go. Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, and I'm going to be frank, once again, I did not vote for Hillary or Donald Trump. I wrote in my friends, and I voted down the ballot for the people in the areas that I know personally or I can reach out and touch. We do have some healing to do for the way we treat each other. And let me stop there. We do. We have to treat each other a lot better on a individual basis, on a relationship basis. And, hey, look, man, I'm, I'm a flawed individual, first to admit it. Flawed and principled in a lot of ways on how I want to be treated, how I treat others. And there's some things that, hey, sometimes I need work on with dealing with other people. Sometimes I may have a grudge that it's, hey, it's hard for me to let that grudge go. Something has to happen for me to say, hey, it's not worth it. Because, hey, I'm known, hey, if I if I feel like you're doing something wrong to me, I'm going to confront you. And depending on how that confront and go, you might find yourself on the floor. And if it has to go deeper than that, I'm not worried about that either. Circling those wagons and being frank and honest will help when that happen. We won't keep everyone. We'll have many of us who will still hop the fence. We do. We got a lot of people who have their own agendas. And a lot of us are slow to recognize those people uh, with those agendas. But in the end, though, we still only got us, and those folks hopping the fence will find the grass is not greener on the other side, yet, unlike what we've done in the past, we should make them sit their ass right there until they draw their last breath. We need to be done with these people who are backstabbing these movements or backstabbing um, people uh, that's trying to progress or backstabbing our people in general. People were just making money to uh, make us look buffoonish or to give out pertinent information. Um, We need to allow those people, when they switch, to be labeled as turncoats and die on that side that they switched to. Being African doesn't mean being gullible. Those with her people, uh, you know, those people that I'm with her, they better get on board and uh, start being with us. Where those hashtags at? You with us? Uh, we don't need celebrities, athletes, or politicians to lead the way. I've been saying that the worst amongst us are those celebrities, the athletes, and the politicians. Look at them. Look at them. Like I said, black folks—we are—we vote Democratic, but we're mostly conservative. Have you seen some of the athletes? Some of the entertainers? They're not. They're far left. They're far left, than even some of the liberals are. It's time for the common black man and woman, which is you and myself, to take it back and to do it for our children. I saw so many children crying the day after the election. They were hurt. They were scared. And talking to a lot of educators. I mean, this is not just African-American children. Latino children even um, continental African children, Asian children, they're all scared. When you take it back and do it for our children, our families, and each other and the world, and that's part of being a citizen of the world, whether we do it for ourselves, we do it for Africa, we do it for Asia, we do it for Australia, we do it for America, or we do it for Europe, we're still citizens of the world, and anytime we uplift ourselves, we uplift the world because that's what kind of people we are. With that being said, that's Rant Radio for this week. Keep in mind, you may have your back against the wall, but that might be the strongest position to come out fighting. Whatever you are tending them to do, if you're can, if you're thinking about buying a second home, buy that second home before this fool get in office. If you're thinking about buying a first home, buy before this fool get in office. If you're thinking about... Um, getting married, Get, do all these things. Get these things grandfathered in before they overturn this stuff. Make sure you take care of your, your, your health because health is wealth, and if they overturn Obamacare, there's no telling what's going to happen with the rates. Also, make sure you're trying to be on the straight and narrow as much as possible. We don't need you disappearing, ending up in one of these jails, uh, with these private jails that are suing the federal government because they're not providing them with enough bodies. Keep all that in mind, but also keep the faith. Keep smiling. Like I said, your back against the wall might be the best position for you because you're in a stronger position. No one can stab you in the back. No one can hit you from the back, and you can come out fighting. Well, hey, I believe that we are spiritual people, but I also think that we have fought mentally, physically, and spiritually as long as we've been in this country. Let's keep that fight going. With that, that's Red Radio for this week. A lot of stuff that happen. A lot of shit going to change, but at the same time, hey, it's been bad for us and it's been worse. And we still survive it and we'll survive this too. Y'all be easy. Till next week. Peace.